You're listening to Behind the Bliss, a weekly podcast where Rachel Autry brings conversations to you from women that share what's behind their highlight reel. Each episode is designed for you to see a message from the mess and encourage you to find balance in the bliss. We know that what you're facing is important for shaping who God has created you to be. Some may say it's a process that often happens behind the bliss. Here's today's episode. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of Behind the Bliss. My name is Rachel Autry and I'm so grateful you're here, especially today because today's conversation was so much for me that I'm believing it's for pretty much anybody. It is all about peace. And before you're like rolling your eyes, being like, murmur, peace, we saw all the things. No, it's actually a really cool conversation that might even enlighten you about what peace actually is. Maybe we've misunderstood peace this whole time. And my good friend Morgan Harper Nichols is joining us in today's conversation. If you don't know who Morgan is, or her name maybe sounds familiar, she creates beautiful poetry and adds them to her own artwork and posts them online to encourage us all. We had her on Behind the Bliss a few years ago, and we will link that episode in the show notes because it is equally as good, all about creativity and keeping spunk and inspiration in your life. But today's conversation is all based on her new book, Peace is a Practice, an invitation to breathe deep and find a new rhythm for life. And man, (laughs) that is for all of us, especially right now with what 2022 is and what we thought it was going to be. We talk through peace, understanding its value in our life, how to find peace if you feel like maybe overwhelm and anxiety is a little bit more common, and we bust some myths about what peace actually is, and so many other fun things. If you need a dose of peace in your life, then number one, continue to listen. Number two, go ahead and order Peace as a Practice, Morgan's new book. It just came out yesterday. And number three, go and follow Morgan online. We will have all of it linked in our show notes. So without further ado, here is my conversation with my friend Morgan. Morgan, welcome back to Behind the Bliss. I am so honored and thrilled to have you. This is just so much fun. Oh, well, thank you for having me back. It's It's been a while, so it's good to chat with you again. I know. I hate saying the C word, but we were chatting pre-COVID, and yeah. so <laughs> our conversation is valid. It is legit, yeah. but so much has changed that oh, I'm so Christ. excited to jump back in yes. and chat with you again. Yes, oh, likewise, goodness. likewise. A lot has changed in your life since we last talked. Well, first, we did chat the first time about your beautiful first book all along you are blooming yes a beautiful book of poems if you guys that are listening have not read it go buy it it is incredible also go back and listen to her episode her first one with us i'll link it in our show notes but a lot like i said has changed for both of us so will you update us on what life looks like for you where you're at all the things Yes. So I now live in Arizona, which I never thought I would live in Arizona. So that's like the first, the first big thing I've lived in a lot of, a lot of different places. Um, And by the time I was born in California and then lived, but grew up in Georgia, lived in Tennessee, lived in Texas, went, went back to California. And now we're in Arizona and we moved here in July of 2020 and we love it and it's great. And I have a little two-year-old now who is very busy and active and (laughs) keeps me busy and active. And yeah, I've just, I've been able to work on a lot of, um, 
a lot of really cool projects during this time, which I say that because for me, it really has been a blessing because this is, I I thought, I honestly was coming into 2020, like, okay, I've been home for years. I'm ready to go out. I'm ready (laughs) to travel. I'm ready to do things. It's time for me to go. And I started the year off strong with some big trips in Nashville and Philadelphia. And I was just like, oh my goodness, we're just off to the races. (laughs) So yeah, needless to say, things went differently. But at the same time, I ended up having a lot of time to work on books and projects. And and I'm just very grateful. You know, I try to zoom out on a regular basis and say, Mm -hmm. you know, there's so many things that the average person struggles with and deals with. And I've had I've had my own struggles, of course, and at the same time, I've I've just been so grateful to have different things that I can pour into. So, yeah, well, we're grateful yeah. you're pouring into it because it's also <laughs> pouring into us. And that oh, is thank you, the coolest thing. If people are listening, I just want to talk to them for a second. Chances are, odds say that because there's such a wide variety of people that have seen Morgan's art, that you also have maybe seen Morgan's art. Potentially on Instagram, maybe if you follow me, I've shared your art a lot, Morgan. So people are probably like, oh, Thank that's you. where I know her. <laughs> or just because they they honestly probably follow you and see have seen your work literally. It anywhere. is it is never never stops being surreal to me because I remember very, very specifically when I started to share artwork and poetry. So I share a lot of short form writing, a lot of poetry with artwork. And I remember when I started sharing that at the time, I remember listening to a podcast about how it's like a marketing podcast. And it was like, don't post images with text on it on Instagram. The algorithm (laughs) hates it. It's going to be terrible. And I just remember thinking, I'm going to do it anyway, because I'm having a good time. It's bringing me a lot of peace, a lot of joy to do it. So yeah, it just never stops being amazing to me that I'm like, wow, it's so fascinating just how how god ends up just blooming things into life like in in ways that i never would have imagined so i'm really grateful it's so cool i I mean i think that that's such a testimony too for women in all areas all arenas whether it's motherhood whether it's career Mm -hmm. whether it's even just your spiritual walk with the lord if he calls you something and he's placed something like this desire this delight inside of you it doesn't matter what the rules say. I mean, yeah. not the law, obey the law, but do you know anything else? Yeah. <laughs> like if the algorithm says, if the world says, if your friends are saying like, yeah. show up, lean in, do the thing. Yeah. I love that you said that because it's like, when you think about life, it's like, okay, there are a lot of rules that we have to follow just to mm-hmm. like, <laughs> one, keep each other safe. It's like, take driving, for instance. It's yeah. like, yeah, it's probably a good idea if we all decide, okay, this is how we're going to drive on this stop side of the, the street. Stop at the stop signs. Right. Yeah, we're, it, it's kind of good to have a rule that we stop at stop signs. So it's like we have all of these rules, but it's like we have to also remember there's there's this whole, whole world out there, this inner world this world where where we're being challenged to go deeper and it's like it's not gonna have that systematic number one number two number three that we might be used to in so many other settings of life so that's what i i just try to remind myself um always like there's this favorite poet of mine um john o'donohue and he he talked about 
and I, this is just one little bit of what he said, but it's always stood out to me. And he says, there is no repetition in landscape. And I mm. love that because I think that that is such a metaphor for the inner landscape of our lives. It's like there, the, the, no two days are the same. No two seasons right. of what God is teaching you are the same. Like some seasons it might be, it might feel very like, oh, I feel like God is just gently whispering me to me. And then some season (laughs) it might feel like, oh my goodness, like what on earth is going on? (laughs) Like when does this end? Sometimes it's a little bit of both. It's like, it's like a, um, and you're in the South, right? Aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I grew up in the South and like you have some days where the sun is bright and then like it's also like storming at the same time. Like, that's right. Yes. <laughs> and it's just like, Within what is minutes. this? It's like, mm-hmm. yeah. it's like, I don't even know how to feel about this. So it's like sometimes seasons are like that. And yes. and it's hard because it's it's like you want so bad to be able to make sense of it. But yeah, we have to let go. We have to trust I love it. We have to trust and let go. And that is so me. I'm like my mind. I try to make sense of the mystery and then I get so upset and like frustrated. I'm like, why can't I get this? But I think that's the beauty of who God is. He's like, if I gave you all the, if I gave you all the information, there would be no need to follow me because you would have it all. So like, here I am, be with me. I love this idea though. And I want to kind of like just dive right into it because this is so me right now. So I can imagine Hopefully it's other people. So selfishly, I want to ask you, (laughs) let's go with this thought that like, yeah, life can be nuts. And for one moment in one season, you feel just like the hand of God, the presence. He's there. You feel just this overwhelm amount of, I guess, just satisfaction with how your life is. And then anything can happen. Circumstances happen. Mm -hmm. Um, And we don't really always get a heads up. So I love your new book. And I think this speaks so kindly to it, this idea of peace and practicing peace, and it's not going to come naturally. But for someone who might feel a little bit um, tug of ward in life, how would you, without them having to have control, how would you practically like love on them and encourage them that peace can be present and an option for them too? Yes, absolutely. And what I would say to that person is that you have to welcome the grace that remind you, you can practice pursuing peace. It's not something you have to perfect. It's not like this little, you know, glowy globe that appears before (laughs) you and you got to just hold on to it. And if it, you know, like a, like a Pokemon, and then if you lose it, then, you know, you lose, (laughs) you lose all your points in life. Like that's not peace. It's like peace is beyond understanding. Peace is, 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 is wide and abundant and available to us in every aspect of life. But that doesn't mean that if we can't just per- be imperfect, you know, and count, like feel like we're perfectly in peace all the time that we're failing. It's something that we have to practice. And one of the reasons, one of the things that I like to encourage people to practice doing is to start by breathing, start by taking a deep breath. And no, a deep breath is not going to fix everything. But I think a lot of times we forget that these bodies that we are in this body is not it's not a coincidence that god even designed these bodies the way that they're designed like we were given the capacity to be able to breathe and release tension for a mm. reason that's cool so i think it's so easy sometimes to 
kind of intellectualize like, okay, what do I need to do to get peace in my life? Oh, I need to get A figured out and B figured out and X, Y, and Z. And once I get all these things solved, or once I reach the end of this quarter at work or this semester at school or through Mm -hmm. this month or through this week, then I'll be able to, you know, experience peace. It's like, maybe it's not intellectual. Maybe that whole thing about peace beyond understanding, peace beyond what's trying to understand our mind. Maybe there's something to that. And maybe this body that we're in right now, the world that we're in, the the image, an image of the peace of a peaceful river, maybe that stuff's not a coincidence. Mm. So I've, I've just been spending a lot of time leaning into like, I, I want to find ways to practice peace and to practice it every day and return to the practice of it over and over and over again. So yeah, I haven't figured it out perfectly myself, but I just like to invite other people into that and, and hopefully it takes some of that pressure off that makes it feel impossible. So yes. Oh y'all, she showed up. showed (laughs) up. I'm so excited about this. This is for me. You're like, it's not intellectual because I am the person that's like, Five ways to have peace in your life. I'm like, yeah. get a diffuser. Start diffusing yeah, love. And, and, and it works. Yes. I mean, like, it can help. But, like, at, yeah. as far as you having to take ownership and realize mm-hmm. that it's nothing necessarily that you do, it can be who you are. And that mm-hmm. peace is a fruit of the spirit. And so when maybe you lack peace, maybe taking inventory and saying, mm-hmm. hmm, have I invited the Holy Spirit into the situation? Holy Spirit, what do you say about the situation? And in that moment maybe there'd be a release of peace that a diffuser and lavender oil could never give you, Yeah, <laughs> you know? And I just, I mean, yeah. why are we, yeah. we're so, we forget. Yeah. I it's, forget. Oh yes, absolutely. It's, I think it's very easy to forget because there's so many subtle and, and at times not so subtle, but I like to focus on the subtle things because I'm like, I think a lot of the subtle things, there's lots of subtle things in life mm-hmm. that we don't even, we might not even realize are creating pressure in our lives. And even something as as simple as, you know, so when I, when I share a lot of my poetry and my art online, I've noticed something. If I include a number in what I'm sharing, the engagement on that post is like quadrupled. Yeah what anything so if I say five things three things nine things and I click on things like that myself too because I'm like okay this person's going to break it down for me I only got a few minutes I only got a few seconds they're Mm -hmm. just going to get right to the point um you know if I save a video if I screenshot it a lot of times they have that number associated with it and -hmm. you know of course those things can help us remember but at the same time we have all these little subtle things that 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 just reinforce like lists are good systems are good process procedure and yes absolutely for a lot of different things that is very true yeah and at the same time when you're talking about the matters of your soul when you're talking about the big questions that you have in life the doubts the insecurities like we're not a failure if we don't have a bullet point list. We're not, we're not missing out on, on what was meant for us, what God has for us. If we don't have that perfect, like, okay, here's what this year's going to look like month by month, day by day. Wow. So I, I want to, I try to spend a lot of time speaking to that because I'm like at any given moment, someone is receiving all these messages about everything they need to have, like in order. Hmm. And it's like, yeah, we just have to, <laughs> we got to learn how to slow down and, and breathe through that for sure. 
I want to almost pause because I think that a lot of people come into this episode. Here's the cool thing about podcasts. If someone listens to it, it's because they clicked play. Like it's not because they just scrolled past and they happened to listen. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. This is purposeful. So first Mm -hmm. we want to thank whoever's listening for clicking. But at the same time, I think we all are coming to the table with maybe a different understanding of what peace actually is. Mm -hmm. And because of that misunderstanding, yeah, it, it leads to the striving. It leads to the, like, if peace is tangible and, like, I'm responsible for my own peace, which is what the world kind of tells us, then it's up to me. And if it's not here, it's because of me. So did you at one point feel like you maybe misunderstood what peace was? And then do you feel like you've almost come to terms with what peace is? And if so, yeah. can you just define it? Yeah, for sure. So, you know, I kind of broke the rules a little bit (laughs) when it comes to defining peace because I, you know, I'm somebody who loves, loves definitions. And it's like, you know, I, I mean... I went to Bible college. I'm a preacher's kid. I can go there with you. I can go there in the he- in the Hebrew and the Greek all the way up to Merriam-Webster. I love my definitions. Love and it. at the same time, I walk away a lot of times saying, oh, that's good. I'm glad to know the origin of that word. Mm-hmm. And then I move on to the next thing. And what I started to, to look at in my life is that the stories that have stayed with me that have, that have, that have, that have guided me through my life have been a lot of times stories that incorporated a lot of images. And I think about even the the parabolic storytelling structure of Jesus and how Jesus would incorporate visuals into the story. It really got me thinking about, I'm like, wow, we really kind of limit ourselves when we only are focusing on like, okay, let me read the byline and figure out what this word means. Okay. It's like, what if, there is something to the way that a river runs through the wild that can teach me something about peace and what peace means on a, on a deep level. Mm-hmm. So what I've started to do was I started to look because I'm, I'm an artist. Like I just can't help it. I can't help but to go into the visuals. I we started love that to about look you. the visuals. Oh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> go into the visuals and say maybe there's a definition here. And I'm not saying it's the only definition, but maybe there's a way to define peace with images. Mm-hmm. Define peace with these divinely created images in the world. And that led me to a river. And it led me to the song, It Is Well with My Soul which says at the very beginning, when peace like a river attendeth my way. So in the very beginning of the book, I actually define peace as a river because I learned, as I learned more about that song, Horatio Spafford, who wrote that song, he wrote that song when he was on a journey headed across the Atlantic Ocean to meet his wife after his four daughters had just drowned in that same ocean. Oh my gosh. And he wrote, when peace like a river attendeth my way. And that whole song is about, it is well with my soul amidst it all. And I'm like, yeah, this is a pursuit of peace. Peace is a freedom to breathe. Peace is a state of body, mind, heart, and soul, no matter what's going on. And there is grace to help us practice getting back to that place over and over again. Mm. So it was with that, I, I like... I know it might be a little bit weird for people, but I like, I lean into that right from the beginning because I'm like, I know for me, I'm like, if I'm going to 
write a book and slap my name on it. It's got to be something that is an actual lived experience of mine. And that has been mine. It's like, let me go beyond just trying to find the quick definition for things. It's like, this is a journey. This is something like a river that I've got to go out and seek. I've got to go out and slow down and listen for that rush of the river and to find that freedom to breathe. And yeah, that's, that's peace. That's beautiful because I think too, when we live life, we have new experiences. There's more different variables of us maturing and being defined and changing and evolving that it's kind of like when you read the word, right? If, if I were to read the same Bible story that I maybe listened to in kids church today, yeah. it's going to mean something different to me. I have a new understanding yeah. of life and myself and God. And it's the same. I love that with peace. It's, it's like, if you don't just cling to this one definition and understanding and you almost allow mm-hmm. it to just breathe through you it can mean something and yeah. lead you to something that would be new to experience that had we held on to that definition we would have missed out yeah abs- yes absolutely and and i just want to you know reiterate like i'm somebody that that loves to learn like i am yeah. so deeply invested in 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 understanding you know even when it comes to scripture like understanding cultural context like I remember um, I had the opportunity to go to Jerusalem a few years ago, and I remember just thinking, I'm like, wow, I I lack so much cultural knowledge. I was like, there's so much I need to learn to even understand on a deeper level stuff I thought I already knew. Mm-hmm. And that to me was just like, wow, there's so much to learn. And at the same time, it's like, you know, I, I feel like this is where grace comes in. It's like while you're still learning, mm-hmm. there's still opportunities that you have in your own life that you can look and see like, wow, I see how God was speaking to me that that day that I was in the mountains or that day that I was by that river or that day that the sunrise just really caught my attention or I was out in the forest. I'm like, wow, like, God was speaking to me there. There's something to that. So I've just become really interested in that because I think that we all, we can all kind of be hard on ourselves sometimes about like what we don't know. And I think a lot of times people may even be intimidated to share some of their spiritual experiences because they're like, I don't know, I might not get all the, you know, lingo right. Like I might get, I might say the wrong Hebrew word and there's like a lot of fear there. But it's like at the same time, in this present moment, we can lean into that beautiful grace-filled presence of God and say, wow, you're teaching me right here. You're Mm -hmm. teaching me how to slow down and inhale and exhale right here amidst all I do not know. And I just love that. This is such a needed message because we have been in a place where we've just been with ourselves for Mm -hmm. almost two years now. And Mm -hmm. we've been with our own thoughts and maybe our family or our chosen family enough to almost get sick of ourselves or enough to feel Mm -hmm. like we're behind or enough to feel like we're not, we're not at the level that maybe 2022 we had imagined on our five-year plan. Yeah. And I think that that can um, bring a lot of like that anxiety and that overwhelm. Mm -hmm. And like I said, the need to catch up when that's, that's not necessarily maybe not even be there. Um, Yeah. So I think it's like this idea of peace is so relevant, not, not more than ever, maybe. I don't know. I think peace should always have been relevant in the first place, but yeah. now more than ever, I think we're hungrier for it because we realized yeah. we took it for granted. So do you feel like though peace can maybe even be different in different aspects of life? 
mm, too. I think so, for sure. Yeah. yeah, it's it's one thing that I, um, you know, just in my own just studying and reflecting, I I really and kind of just going back to the images again, I found that you know in my in my own life and even just like in my family's lineage, like mm-hmm. practicing peace has looked different generation to generation. Um, you know, I, I am a, I am a descendant of slaves in America. Mm-hmm. And when I think about the way that my ancestors had to practice peace, it looks different than what I, what, what that looks like for me today. You yeah. know, it's like, I get caught up in like, oh, you know, like your five-year plan, you know, all that kind of thing. And it's like, for them, a pursuit of peace was just freedom, was just mm-hmm. freedom to, to, to not be a slave, to not, you know, be oppressed in a way that I, I haven't even experienced. So, you know, I think that there, and, and I think that that's the beauty of, of sharing our stories is that we can learn from each other and learn from people in different seasons of life of how they have been finding peace in their lives, despite, you know, what they're going through, because I don't have, I, the only reference I have is is my own story you know so I even when I write I always preface things and I'm like this is from my experience this is how I came into it but at the same time I hope that other people can say well oh well for me it looks like this like for me freedom to breathe was you know uh, practicing you know uh, pursuing peace was maybe standing up to a family member or, or seeking help mm. for, you know, maybe you were receiving, like someone was attacking you or, or saying, you know, saying something that just wasn't true. And for you pursuing peace was saying, no, this is what's true. And, and I'm not going to let you talk to me that way. Mm. Or mm-hmm. for maybe, maybe for some pursuing peace is, is, you know, you're, you're in a college dorm where, you're just not fitting in with everybody and pursuing peace is like, I'm just going to slow down, take a deep breath. And I'm just going to find that one friend or those two friends. Like, even if they're just friends that I only see like one time a week, and I'm just going to be grateful for that small group that I have. So there's so many different ways that it can look. And, and I think that that's the, that's the, the, the beauty of peace. And, and it's, and it's, and it matters that we, that we share with each other, you know, how we're kind of seeking peace together. That's brilliant too. Yeah. I love how it looks different for everybody. And Mm -hmm. going back to what you said in the very beginning that rocked my mind was that this is a journey that we're practicing peace. So like, for example, having that bold conversation with a family member about boundaries per se, it's like, Mm -hmm. is that going to bring you peace in that moment? No. (laughs) like you know no but it will produce peace in the end like Mm -hmm. it will be on the other side that maybe you have the peace instead of living with quote unquote oh I'm just gonna be peaceful like I'm just you know when you might not ever experience peace if you don't have that bold moment in the first place that's Mm -hmm. so cool oh yeah for sure yeah and that's one thing that I I actually spell it out very clearly when I wrote about it I was like peace is not and you know, maybe some people I feel like peace is not. Oh, I just can't get into politics, or I just don't talk about politics. I'm like, there are times where that is relevant. You know, mm-hmm. for me as a black person, 
in America, I, I remember one time I just like passively, I was just like in a setting with someone and I just mentioned something about being black and they're just like, oh, now you're getting political. I'm like, no, it's my identity. Yeah, I was like, interesting, that's political for you. I was like, that actually isn't political for me right, in yeah. the same way that you're saying it. So it's just like, even just, you know, we kind of just say these things and we all have a version of that. Sure. For some people, it's, it's politics or some people are like, oh, I don't want to get into family, whatever, or I don't, you know, whatever it is, they have, we have like these, like, let me just push this off and just not uncomfort. Yeah. And, and there's, and of course we can set boundaries and we don't all have to be like, ah, just pouring deep into (laughs) every possible topic until it just wears us out mentally. But at the same time, it's like, like you said, it's a journey of recognizing, okay, but how can I make a difference? It's like, there's so many other ways that that we can just if we just slow down <laughs> and say okay let's breathe through this let me see you know why why does this make me tense you know feel tense or nervous or upset or frustrated or anxious and how can i practice working through it how can i find ways that i can contribute with the capacity that i have that's so good yeah even for like the friend that might be struggling mentally and mm-hmm is not experiencing peace because their mind is not allowing them to get yeah. to that place. This might look like going to the, to the doctor and having a weird, mm, difficult, uncomfortable conversation yep. be like, Hey, I just need someone to talk with me about what this will look absolutely. like medically like that. Does it that's sound huge. peaceful? No, yeah. but that's a brave mm-hmm. step to finding peace in your life. So like, I yeah. just think these practicals are so cool because you do have to overcome this hedge, this obstacle that might be in front of you to get to this place of peace. And that's mm-hmm. because we are called to live as a John 10, 10 life that abundance, but that abundance, there's an enemy that's out there to keep you from that abundance. And that can look like the, yeah. the, you know, the difficulties and all that. So I love yeah. this. Peace yeah. Is for oh, everyone. Yes. Yes. And, and I, I just love what you said to you about, you know, the, the, doing the thing that that in the moment it doesn't feel very peaceful it's like like I know for me when I've gone to the doctor and something's going on like I feel anything but peaceful you know trying to it's it's because it's like you're trying to like trying to like explain like how you feel and like what you're going through and they're asking you questions and you're trying to remember you're like oh my gosh should I have taken notes like I don't (laughs) I don't know what's going on and there's so many things but it's like hey but you practice actually sharing what's going on on the inside you practice learning how to exhale and whether you walked out of that office saying wow I got the answers I need or I need a second opinion you took the brave step and mm. that matters. Like that is you practicing peace. So yeah, I'm just so glad that you named that. I think that's yeah. really important. Yeah. On my heart, especially these days, there's so much going on behind closed doors because we're not out in the open like we used to be. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just don't want someone lying to themselves that, you know, burying whatever it is that's oh, burdening absolutely. your heart is you finding peace because that's not that, that is not, that's not mm-hmm. what we're talking about. So yeah, I love that too. That's so cool. Part of my conversation I had with you the first time that I loved so much was just the fact that there's so many different layers to life that can be so fun. Like for you, you've got the creativity and like the online life. There's so much more to Morgan. There's you as a mom, there's you as a wife and a friend and like all the things. 
And so I want you to almost speak to someone if maybe there's one place in their life that they aren't Mm -hmm. experiencing peace. Like for some people, it might be like, hey, I love being at work. And then when I come Mm -hmm. home, I lose peace or I love being home. But when I leave, I lose peace. Like how can we take inventory over all these variables and different facets of ourselves we have in life to figure out, hmm, I think it's peace that I'm lacking right now. Oh, yes, absolutely. And so, you know, for me, I'm I'm writing and when I'm sharing, I'm writing from my own story and my own experiences. And what my experiences have taught me is that I I actually have a lot of those moments in my life where I feel like peace is robbed for me. And a lot mm-hmm. of it has to do with the fact that um, just about a year ago, I was diagnosed with autism and I'm autistic. And to the average person looking at me, they would think, oh, I guess maybe she just has like a little sprinkle of autism. <laughs> no, actually, I don't. I have, <laughs> I got a lot of it. <laughs> um, obviously, yeah. that's not the medical way of explaining it. But I actually do have some pretty severe aspects of my autism, mm-hmm. of being autistic that affect me on a daily basis. And a lot of it for me has to do with sensory issues. I am very overwhelmed very easily by loud sounds, bright lights. And the thing with me is that everything is amplified. So, so I, I listen to uh, like an example would be, I mean, I literally will listen to television at like a volume three or four. I'm not exaggerating, like barely audible because I can't, I won't be able to enjoy it if, if it's too loud. Mm -hmm. So there are, (laughs) countless thousands if not millions of little things in my life that keep me from experiencing peace in my body on a regular basis so I'm actually very familiar with seeking peace and finding room to breathe where you just don't feel it because I'll have moments where I mean, this doesn't happen so much right now where I live right now, because where I live now is a bit of a quieter street. But I li- at, one t- at one time, I lived on a very busy street. And the second I crossed that threshold, hmm. the sound of the cars, the sound of, of the lawnmowers, the sound, everything. I mean, I can barely even hear my own thoughts. So I know what that's like, literally, to just step outside and right away, I don't feel like I can be myself. I tense up. Like the second I hit that door, I am tensing up automatically. I absolutely have to take deep breaths to be able to function, not thrive function. That's right. So I share all that because <laughs> something I think about a lot <laughs> and, and I have, I have some experience. I've, I've been dealing with this for a few decades now. And what I have found is that, you know, the more complicated life gets, mm-hmm. the more simple my practices need to be wow. that I yeah. turn to on a regular basis. So one example of that is, you know, on those days where I'm feeling sensory overload and I'm feeling like I don't even know I'm going to make it through the next hour, I will turn on, I I turn on like lots of like calming nature sounds Mm -hmm. instead of listening to, you know, music that's going to hype me up or something. Even if I enjoy it, if I'm feeling the more I'm feeling like, I know this isn't how brains work. I'm not, but I'm not a neurosurgeon. So I'm just going to take some poetic license here. But the more like the little wires in my brain are all tangled up and like, and they're just going crazy in there. The more I'm like, I need something simple. I need yeah. to listen to some nature sounds. 
I have, I've had moments where I'm just feeling very kind of physically off and I'll just go stand outside with my shoes off and just let my feet touch the grass and say, I'm just going to stand here for 30 minutes. And Mm -hmm. it doesn't look glamorous. I'm not in yoga pants and doing poses. Most of the time it's usually just me in sweatpants, just kind of staring (laughs) off into space. So it doesn't have to be like this beautifully, perfectly curated practice. I mean, it can be just, what can I do right now? Like, mm-hmm. maybe I need fresh air. Maybe I need to turn the light off and turn a candle on. And there's all these little things that we can do. And sometimes they are bigger. Sometimes it's, I'm going to go reread my favorite book, or I'm going to go schedule an extra appointment with my therapist, or I need to take a, a trip with my friends. Sometimes it's, they are bigger things. But at the same time, you know, if you're if you're, you know, you've got kids, you've got a job, you've got stuff going on, you saying, hey, y'all, I just need to go outside for 60 seconds mm-hmm. and get some fresh air. You're allowed to do that. You're allowed to practice doing that. And it might feel weird at first. You know, you might feel like, wow, I went out there for 30 seconds and then I came back in and now I'm still mad or, you know, whatever yeah. it is. <laughs> but we have to practice it. We have to practice with those small things. So that's what I would recommend people do is like go and go in search of those just little, little things. And, there, and I believe that there's a lot of healthy ways that we can do that. And a lot of them are, are in nature or they're already in our house and we can just, we can practice and just say, okay, you know, I'm feeling a little antsy. I'm just going to turn all the TVs off or, you know, I'm going to turn off these extra lights and and light a candle. I'm just going to open up the window, even though it's still cold outside, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. just whatever it is, just give yourself permission and say, Hey, I'm just on a journey of practicing, finding all these little ways that help me enter into a state of peace. That's so awesome too. Just because I mean, there's a lot we don't have control over. Like you're talking about mm-hmm. living on that wild street. It's like, you can't really control yeah. when cars drive by <laughs> and if they honk or yeah. not. Like, it's mm-hmm. difficult. And that's a lot of it. Like we can't control what our day is going to look like or what circumstance yeah. is going to fall into our lap tomorrow. So mm-hmm. like, what, what things can we have? What tools in our tool belt can we whip out when needed? Yes. And also proactively, like what can we yeah. do in our life or eliminate from our life? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> all Absolutely. of it. So yeah, that's so cool. Like peace is something that is available to each of us, regardless Mm -hmm. of what today or yesterday or tomorrow looks like. And I love that, that even when things are completely out of our control, this is a promise we have that we can experience the peace that comes before us even understanding. Mm -hmm. And I love what you have to add, that it's a practice. It's not something that we have to figure it out in order to start living. So Yes. This was, this was a conversation for for me. (laughs) Oh, wow. Well, it was, yeah, it was, it was, it feels really good to be able to talk about these things because it's, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Like when I was writing the book, (laughs) I was writing this, my latest book and really thinking about peace. I was just like, oh, is this going to be relevant by the time this comes out? Right. Oh, little did I know. <laughs> little did I know. Did you start this it... before pandemic? <laughs> no, I started it during. Okay. But, you know, just being hopeful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like everyone was saying, by Easter. Oh, like, uh, yeah. Or just like, I don't know. I don't know why. I'm just like, oh, yeah, 2022 is going to come along and everything's just going to be figured out. Um, so silly, but you know, you know, we, we <laughs> what do we, what do we, we little, little humans know? Um, know. so yeah, I, I was just, I'm like, wow. Yeah. It, it's, um, it's definitely something I am very much so in real time practicing myself. So yeah, I'm, I'm honored to just invite people along that journey. 
I love it. Well, quick last question. What is something that you are loving these days that you have to share with our friends? It's one of my favorites to ask. Oh, yes. I love that. You know, I right now, part of my peace practice is, and I didn't even write about this in the book. It's just, it's just kind of like a silly thing that I'm just like, this is really making a big difference in my life. And that is like being so intentional about looking for things that make me laugh. Oh, I'm talking about like belly laughter, like your middle school with all your friends just being silly. Like it's, it's surprisingly not easy, you know, (laughs) to to find things that are just absolutely humorous. So right now I'm like obsessed with this TikToker name. It's, it's art by DeMarcus Sean. He is just, he does like this observational comedy it's just genius. Like one of them is, this is just like a kind of, he's like, when your mom calls you from TJ Maxx and she's showing you some artwork that she wants to get for your kitchen. And he's like, it's so specific. It's so specific and so amazing. Like I I send my family members like every single one of his videos. Oh but um, I'm just like, oh, I needed this in my life. You know, like it, it's not even just like a chuckle for me. Like it's just like tears. I'm rolling. like living for these videos. Yes. So um. Yeah, I'm like, oh, laughter is so good for the soul. And I'm just really, really trying to 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 seek more laughter and more joy and more joy that I can share with other people too. That's just mm. been so huge in my life right now. So mm. yeah. wow. Oh my goodness. That's fine. We're gonna link that him, TikTok, oh. all the things. <laughs> yeah, it's in the show notes. Our first conversation show. It's I don't genius. know if you remember this. Our first conversation, TikTok had just become relevant. And I think oh, you called it Tic Tac. And oh. I literally, I still, no, Morgan, I still call it Tic Tac because of That's you. Hilarious. Like it's like an inside oh family gosh. joke Okay, for me. I am so glad that you brought that up because I remember saying that, remember? but I didn't, I didn't remember when or where. I didn't remember. I was like, at some point, I was like, publicly, I called it Tic Tac and I couldn't remember. Those where it was. Oh my um, gosh, so, no, that is so you, full circle. I'm I, so. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. That was a full circle. That is hilarious. Happy moment. Oh my gosh. Um, well, I am so excited just to share with our friends you. If they haven't met you yet, I am so thankful they're introduced to you and your new beautiful book, mm. the cover art she did herself, people, mm-hmm. and that is just so fun. And it, I will link it in the show notes because it is when this episode comes out. It came out yesterday that makes sense so yes we're so excited thank you thank you so much this episode of behind the bliss podcast has ended but be sure to subscribe for more episodes so you don't miss episodes full of encouragement and don't forget to rate and review so that we can continue to bring you the best content see you in the next episode